she could go on sabbatical, go back to Ukraine and be behind the the enemy lines and do that iron curtain dentist work on Russian soldiers. All right, what's up? Okay. All right, what's up? Okay. What's going on? I'm on hold for the infusion department. I think I was supposed to have an infusion later this month. So I'm I'm not on hold. I, I did one of those things where they're like, let me call you back and save your place in line. So theoretically, I'm going to get a phone call. Maybe it'll happen right away. I'll just knock on wood. Maybe it'll happen right away. This whole thing runs on hopping hot sauce. Hopping hot sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hopping hot sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. A lot of people think that's the best jangle in the world. Stock up for barbecue season. Hopping hot sauce is on Amazon. Thanks for tuning in. You're tuned in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. My name is John. I'm 44 years old. Husband, father, small business owner, radio DJ podcaster. And I have multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. I'm a survivor. A survivor for now until I'm not. You know, I live in the neighborhood with retired police officers. And the other day, my neighbor, he's a fan of Hoppin' Hotels. Then we got the people in the neighborhood onto the stuff. They sell it at the grocery store in the neighborhood. Shout outs to Galvan's Market and to S Studio Produce. So we've got the whole area on lock. People are eating hopping hot sauce. That's where you get it. So one of my neighbors across the street, retired police officer, I think he was in Fremont PD, and he caught some people driving around. That's not an offense in itself. He just is on the scene. It's not like he caught them, but they were driving around and he made an unmistakable impression upon them. He suddenly got their name and address and he's still out there. Man, retired cops. Retired cops. I know... That if you're listening to What's the Matter with Me podcast, you've heard me talk about the retired cops in my neighborhood. And they're always walking around. This guy across the street from me, this guy, Kerry, and he's like always on the beat. He's always out walking around early in the morning. Late, late, we anytime, all day long, he walks and picks his wife up. He walks to the train station and gets her and they walk back here. He is always walking. He'll be like, I'll be like, what's up, Carrie? He'll be like, I'm trying to do what I can. All that I can for as long as I can. And I'm like, I feel you, man. But I was in my room and I heard Carrie catch some people. 
And he does it so subtle. It's so smooth with him. You know, he 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 caught some people driving around. Like he was they were in their car. He was on foot, but all of a sudden I heard him being like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, where are you going? Where are you from? What's your name? And he's like taking their statement and they're all laughing about it, but he's totally getting like their name. And I'm sure he's like make a mental note of the license plate. He's around all the time. I love that energy. That that it's like dog energy, you know. As a, I will always stay on it. I will always just perk my ears up. Like you know, I will always be on the beat. Carrie is always walking the beat. My neighbor. And then there's other retired cops up the street. It's great. It's it, These people are all... Oh, where are you going? What's your name? Oh, where you live at? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, what are you planning to do? He's like, get their modus operandi. He's good. Catch some people driving around. He's walking. And somehow he manages to like flag them down and take their statement. Love it. Love that energy. Oh yeah, where are you going? Oh, where do you live? Where are you from? Oh. Oh yeah, which which house? Oh yeah? What are you planning to do here today? How long will you be here? Do you know anyone in this neighborhood? Oh, you're just driving around. Let me let me get your license plate. There. Yeah, he's still out there taking their statement. Unless he's gone off to do something else. Probably he's not involved at all in my packages. Because he's a retired police officer. He's just holding it down. But I got delivered last week. I got some Billy shoes. They're a type of shoe that you can zip on and off. They're kind of some kind of thing so my wife was like maybe we should try them so I checked them out but I got the wrong size they're too small I got two different sizes and the biggest size was too small so we'll see where it goes with that I'm gonna get the size up because my current shoes are a mess I I started photographing them you know when I'm not in them and they, it looks like a nine, piece of 19th century medical equipment because they're so worn out. They look like they could have come from 125 years ago. Back at the end of the 19th century. So I got to get new shoes. Move into the 21st century. That's crazy, the 21st century. The 20th century, I'm a 20th century guy. And I feel my kids are never going to know 
the 20th century. Maybe that's not a bad thing. I love talking with my cousin Emily about how traumatic, you know, because every they're all talking about anxiety and trauma in her generation and younger, my kids' generation. They're very aware of feelings and and how and how do you feel and so I, I was telling her about the things we would do and the way we would play at school and how it was basically a hundred percent trauma all the time and we ate it up we lived and breathed trauma like I said last week, I think I still have trauma from trigeminal neuralgia. One of the main things that like kind of can can bring it on is getting my teeth cleaned or doing dental work. So I had my teeth cleaned last week. I went with my son and we we got it all taken care of. And the my new dentist, the way he teens, cleans teeth, it's like getting your teeth cleaned by a cat. I'm so gentle. Instead of like my last dentist, we called her the Iron Curtain. She would make you bleed. And my new dentist doesn't really do it like that. It really is so gentle. Oh, I think this is the doctor. Hold up. Hello? 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 Hi, Crompton, and this is James. Am I speaking with John, the business owner of Hopping Hot Sauce? <sighs> All right, scam likely. That was scam likely. That's not what I was looking for. I'm looking for the radiology department. It's no, not the radiology infusion to call me back from Stanford. Not scam likely. So my current dentist is like so gentle and it's not like my old dentist. She was Ukrainian actually. And we called her the Iron Curtain. She would make you bleed like for days after when you brush your teeth, they'd be all pink. So the Iron Curtain, she would hurt you. She would make me cry. You know, I'm like a stoic individual and I would sit there, but I would cry an involuntary tear. An involuntary, we would say it's my steel tear. And And I would say, you hurt me. You're tough. Her name was Jania. I would say, you hurt me, Jania. I cried a steel tear. And she would say, oh, yeah, are you done? And then we'd go back to hurting me. So, but I thought about her because of the Ukrainian war. You know, she's a Ukrainian dentist. And I was, so I got my my teeth clean, thinking about the Iron Curtain. She's Ukrainian. And I wonder if she wanted to quit being a dentist in the States and move back to Ukraine. Maybe just temporarily somehow she could like go on sabbatical, go back to Ukraine and be behind the the enemy lines and do that iron curtain dentist work on Russian soldiers. And they would have like a, 
an epidemic of pink toothbrushes and bleeding gums. Every soldier in the Russian army with the bleeding gums, all because of the Iron Curtain. This is the kind of thing that I think about when I look at the ceiling. My current dentist has like some picture of hot air balloons that is obviously left over from the 80s or something. And it's like a, a printed on a translate, like printed on a light. So it's like an image a light box image of some hot air balloons, colorful hot air balloons. It's pretty rad. I also talked to the dentist and the dentist assistant because you remember last time I went to the dentist, he didn't know Lionel Richie and... And I straight up in front of his assistant, I was just like, how old are you? And he told me and he was younger than I am. So this time I was like, Dr. Sue, you shouldn't have told me. You shouldn't have answered. You should say like, I hardly think that's germane to the proceedings. If somebody asks you your age and he's so nice, he was like, I'll tell him my age. And I was like, no way, not me. I would shut them down. We were like, don't, what has that got to do with my dental work? And how dare you really? Yeah, I would give it back, but Dr. Sue is a nice doctor. You can just ask him his age. He's younger. So they had on Michael Bolton on the, the, they play a kind of, I think it must be Spotify. No, I think it's the radio, but there's no commercials. So it's like 80s hits or something like to give you an idea while I was getting my teeth cleaned it was Michael Bolton and I was like oh Michael Bolton remember this it was everywhere and I looked at them and had this younger dentist and even younger assistant and I was just like how dare you people be so young go to hell young people Michael Bolton Lift, lift you up where you belong. I don't really know anything I get. It's uh, up where we belong with Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes from an officer and a gentleman. I could have t- asked them about that. Maybe like I, I've never heard of that movie. Is it streaming? Where is an officer and a gentleman streaming? Forget it. Google it yourself. It could be the Iron Curtain could work on the the side of the Ukrainian military. So things are kind of moving around. I've been like having a hard time getting from getting into the garage. I go over this kind of threshold and stuff's been moving in and out of there. And it's kind of changing my approach and I keep screwing it up. And with my stick and then I'm like getting caught in the trash can or I'm on the other side and I'm getting caught in the desk. And so I totally bailed. The one good thing about the garage is there's some kind of soft, gooey 
synthetic stuff polymer on the ground because I've totally ate it trying to get in the garage and then I I started to almost hit the the desk and the chair and I so I kind of hopped to my side well that didn't work I ended up I didn't hurt myself I just nearly knocked the wind out of myself and one time I headbutted the wall in the garage and I got like a little abrasion on my head the wall is solid like headbutting the wall I'm training for some kind of Ukrainian cage match and I'm like headbutting the wall and attacking the desk and one good thing it's not all smash smash and grab self-destruction and immolation we got the pedestal sink in the bathroom. It'd been kind of moving because it wasn't quite anchored into the wall of 100%. It was like 68% anchored in the wall. And that's a D, D plus. So we got it anchored to the wall with like a piece of wood, some heavy bolts. My buddy, who's the contractor, came over with Yuri and they did some awesome work. And then they did some finishing work that I hadn't really thought about, but it was like starting to crack in the paint and stuff. And so they kind of just cut it away and filled it in. And I was like, oh, it looks better. So that was cool. And then while they were doing the job, my friend who was the contractor complimented me that my house looked nice, you know, in the main room. All right. Wow, man, a lot of stuff just went down. It all piled up on me. They called me back from the infusion center and told me that I can't make an appointment yet because there's no order order in the system from my doctor. So I wrote my doctor about that. They'll write in order. It's no big deal. So that bit is we're going to take a pause on that. But also at the same time, we're going to try and get the house cleaned. And I have these two ladies, we're thinking about the one or the other, and I'm communicating with them in Spanish, which is kind of like a stretch for me. It's a new thing, but I like doing it. It's, it's fun, and it's cool to speak in Spanish. And so I'm getting to the point where I can like understand what's going on and I can express myself to some degree. So I'm right on the cusp and the way I'm going about it is just I'm having these discussions, I'm scheduling things as if I'm a person who speaks Spanish. They must know. They must be like, this dude can't be a native Spanish speaker because he says, okay, see you then. I can't help but 
I love that C Y A. Okay, see you then. I hit that's like my move. And I gotta figure that out in Spanish. Okay, see you then. I mean, okay works. So all that communicating happened kind of all at once there. So my friend fixed the bathroom and made it so like I can move around because I'm like a furniture surfer and the sink is something I'm always going to be surfing off of. So he fixed it, but also he complimented me that my house looked nice. It felt nice and it was a good compliment and I'll take it. Even though he's the guy who works on the house, so it's kind of like saying, oh, well, I did a good job. But he did. I'll take it. So last week was the last week of camp. My kids start school on Wednesday. Right now it's Monday. They're at their grandparents' house for, like, the end of summer. They'll come back tonight after dinner. But last week was family night. It was awesome. I wanted to see my kids do their skits. But the day before family night, somehow I popped my wheelchair tire. It has a tube, an inner tube. It's like a 12 and a half inch tire. And the tube popped. I really don't know what happened. Things seemed all right in the house. Nothing weird happened. And then I worked out. And when I was done working out, the tires were, the tire was totally flat. So one of the two inflatable wheelchair tires was totally flat. I don't know what happened. The tires are kind of like mountain bike tires, but of course a much smaller diameter, but they're kind of fat two to three inch mountain bike tires. And they had a tube inside, one of them popped. I took it to the medical supply place in Castro Valley. And I'm always interested to see like what they have. But I couldn't get up in there because I didn't have my chair. So my wife went in there and tried to get a tube. And I guess they were like, they don't make these tubes. They, They don't come separate from the tires, which seemed pretty weird to me. All we needed was a tube. We ended up buying solid wheels for the wheelchair because the guy was like, these are what people use now. And I was kind of like, I'm, I think if we just had a replacement tube, but then Nami, my wife came out and she was like, we have to go to family night tonight. And that won the argument. I was like, well, these are going to have to work. So we got solid wheels for my wheelchair at the medical supply in Castro Valley. Why couldn't we get a get the tire off the wheel 
and pull out the tube and put a new one in there. I'm not really sure. It seems like that makes a lot more sense and would be an easier fix. But I couldn't do it. So either way, I can't fix it myself. So it's kind of like... What what does it matter? We got solid wheels. They worked. I I got off road in them. They were fine. Where the previous ones were kind of like mountain bike tires, these are closer to what you would call an urban hybrid, like a hybrid road mountain bike tire. So it's a little smoother. There's still a grip. There's tire surface they work fine so they worked they got me the family night I watched my kids do their unamplified skits it's kind of avant-garde theater for uh, quite a while so and they were happy and I was happy the camp here in San Leandro and the recreation department in San Leandro is good I have good contacts over there we kind of have an open line of communication so if I'm trying to do something I can call it out and my contact will be like okay I'll let this person or that person know or you should try this and so it, it things work and I'm happy for that We got solid wheels. I popped my tire. I don't know how. I think I might have backed up onto something and somehow popped it. Popped the tube. So, but they don't make those. I got solid wheels. Last night for dinner, this was cool. I had a big success. We had dinner, first of all. It was just me and my wife. And it was great. It was, you know, we had a bottle of wine that my parents gave me that is a nice bottle of wine, far nicer than the the things that I usually will drink. So it was like we had a nice bottle of wine and there were some squash, carrot, onion dish, the side dish. There was some rice. There were grilled onions. And I had a nice rib steak. And it was huge. It was like two pounds. It was bone in, but it was huge. So we grilled this rib steak. The way I did it was I rubbed it with kind of Santa Maria spices like salt and pepper, granulated garlic, dried onion as well. So sat it in that in a bowl for about 40, 45 minutes. It was a tablespoon of salt, a teaspoon each of the garlic and the onion and black pepper. And then throw that on this rib steak in a bowl. It was the bone-in rib steak that they, they often make into those cowboy tomahawk giant bone things but this had very little bone on it it was mostly meat 
tossed it in those Santa Maria spices and then put it on the barbecue up on the rack in the barbecue and just lit one of the barbecue side the burners to medium and that makes it like about 250 300 degrees in the barbecue and I put in a a probe set to beep when it was 106 degrees so it took like almost an hour a good part of an hour and went off at 106 I tested the temperature it was like 103 so I let that get up to 106 and it took it off then I preheated the barbecue for five minutes with every all the burners on screaming hot and opened up the barbecue and grilled the ribs this rib steak for like two minutes, two and a half minutes about with just a lot of turning it over, a lot of flame. It did not cover the barbecue. And it came out pretty good. I got a good sear on it. You know, it was all kind of sweating and getting dark. It was good. Then we rested it and they had it with the wine, onions, and squash and rice. It was super good. It was really even, rare. And that that was uh, something my wife was like, you're... Your son is going to love this. Like, you got to make this. I've been trying with different thermometers and different equipment to get this result. And I finally did. I used this Chef Alarm Chef Alarm thermometer that I had used for hopping hot sauce when we cooked it all here. I think the thing is 106 degrees is rare. You don't want to shut the top and make it like an oven in there. You want to get the, the, the sear on the outside. And then let it rest and carve it. It was yum. Yum. It was fun to cook on the barbecue and have it be a success. And no kids around with their bad vibes. Thanks for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Past episodes, get them at whatsthematterwithme.org or wherever you get your podcast. Wherever the guy's like, oh, hey, do you want a podcast? And you're like, yeah. And he gives it to you. Wherever that is, whatever corner, shady, get the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Catch you next time.